0: Welcome to Wise Words with Stan, filled with inspiration, guidance, stories, and helping raise awareness so that you listeners can take away something from this podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you for listening to Wise Words with Stan. Hey guys, and welcome back to another edition of Wise Words with Stan. I know it's been a while since I've done a podcast, guys. Sorry, I've been super busy. Well, I'm here today, and I have a guest speaker. You may know him; he's been on the radio show known as Kyle and Jackie O. His name is George. Um, so he's been on my podcast once before. So he'll be back on my show today to talk a bit about what's been going on in his in his life. Um, we talk a bit about Valentine's Day. He actually t- talks a bit about him going on a speed dating event, which is quite interesting. So um so we talk about a lot of things. We talk we cover a lot of things. We talk a bit about the NFL, the halftime show, we talk a bit about football, talk a bit about Valentine's Day and what it means to us. As well as like I said, he talks about George George talks about his speed dating events. So we cover a lot in today's podcast. So yeah, please sit back and enjoy. Sure. you
1: going Daniel. Yeah
0: good man. What's been going on this year?
1: Not much, just start, uh, you know, work, work as per normal. So,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, it's been a while since I've had you on my podcast, man. And yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot's been happening. You know, it's the Super Bowl with <laughs> um, what's it called? Um, Valentine's Day just passed us as well. Exactly. So a few few things have been going on. Get up to anything on Valentine's yeah. Day? Not really.
1: Not on the day, no, um, obviously Super Bowl day, so just uh, stayed at home and watched the game and obviously the halftime entertainment, and uh, that was about it, so enough nothing...
0: what, what a lineup for the halftime entertainment. Ah,
1: mate, it was, it's basically, you know, if you grew up in the 90s or was a 90s kid, um, that was pretty much a childhood, um, you know, nothing more, nothing less kind of thing, so and
0: and what a way to start off the Super Bowl with having the Rock, you know, hyping up yeah, the hands. Definitely, you know. definitely. Oh. That
1: was that was a pretty big uh, surprise. Even even I, sort of wasn't even made aware of it or anything like that. So, oh, yeah. which is good. Which is good. So, mm.
0: no, I, I think they went all out this year. Well, the Super Bowl was in L.A., wasn't it? So,
1: yeah, it was
0: like you know, all the Holly, all the stars were out. Um, Justin Bieber was there, Kanye West, all in the crowd watching the game. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's pretty spectacular.
1: That's it. That's it.
0: Yeah. So George, you know, I brought you on my show today. Wanted to talk about a few things. Obviously, covering the Super Bowl. Are you a big Super Bowl fan, by the way?
1: Oh, like you know, when when it's on, um, you know, every every year you, you do have an interest in who the teams are. I mean. You know, um, I'm not a big NFL fan, but you know, like I'll watch a game here and there when I can, and you know, sort of see how different teams are going. Yeah, yeah. Probably, Probably not as much as what you with there, rugby football or anything like, like that. But um, definitely a keen eye. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, no,
0: yeah, no. It, look, I follow the NFL. Like I have yeah. a team, my team's 49ers, but I don't watch it. Like I'll just, I'll be one of those people that will look at the score updates and think, "Oh yeah, my team won," or they lost. But yeah. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, man. Um, yeah. So I think the last time I had you on my podcast, well, were we talking talking about football or something? were not we? Talking uh, about
1: things. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Or awesome. yeah.
0: I think I think that my our favorite podcast today is when you when you came on my podcast and spoke about. You and Jackie O on the Kyle and Jackie O show. <laughs> uh, do you remember that? Oh,
1: yeah. Just keep yeah. on reminding me. Keep on reminding Have you
0: been
1: me, on the you know. show? Huh? No, nah, no, no. I don't want to go back. I've already done my, my piece. Uh, let Lockie have his run. So let, his, let, let him have his run and his fun. And uh, yeah.
0: Lockie's done pretty. Do you think Lockie's uh, good for the show? Do you think he's doing well on the show?
1: Look, oh, it's it's it, entertainment value. It's it's good, like in terms of an entertainment value. But uh, I, I think the it, it, it's hard to say because he's too nice of a guy to sort of say no to things. Um, yeah. I know he obviously wants to explore and open up a lot more than what he's had in the past and good on him for obviously trying different stuff. But um, I sort of look at it as more like a use and abuse kind of thing. And they're kind of
0: get listeners and
1: and attract uh, like a a cheap laugh kind of thing. And that was kind of like, me to a little bit But obviously not to the extent of what Lockie's like going through at the moment Because um, that is like super out of his Comfort zone um, Doing different things so I think Yeah he just I mean if he enjoys it and he, he Likes it then He can do it but you just got to be mindful That's all so
0: You know I've always said this and I think I told you this A while while back they should have given you A segment on the Carl and Jackie show. Honestly like like, when I used to listen to you on the, the show, you're good entertainment value, honestly. Like, you, you were, man.
1: Um, I, mean, I mean, at the end of the day, like I've said before, you just got to go there with an open mind and you can't really, um, you know, be too sort of plain. You've got to try and be a little bit of a point of difference. So that's, uh, that's sort of where they're at in terms of a show. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, but then obviously you look at you know other show other radio shows and all that. They're they're obviously doing different things to target their audience and all that. So yeah,
0: yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, um, and you know what what what's also a good entertainment value in, in watching you in your RBB um, posts um, interviews after the of game. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, don't really watch the one that just got uploaded. I mean, it was actually pretty good, but um, just that towards the end was a little bit, you know, um, hey, going. And even the guy that interviewed me, he's like, oh, just be careful next time we like, with some of the stuff and all that. So just, yeah. Well, um, I haven't
0: yet seen it, so. Um...
1: Yeah, no, it, like, it, it's good. Like, in general, it's, it's pretty, it, it's okay. Like, it's good. But yeah. just, yeah, like. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um stuff kind of things. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Um how, so, how do you think the wanderers are going this season? Obviously, they had a good win against Melbourne Victory last night. Um are you where you're at at the moment?
1: I mean, look, I it's it's probably not the best position to be in, but you know what? I mean I think I think, like i said before, I think a couple of times on my past interviews with RBTV, is that coach aren't going to isn't going to change in everything overnight. And obviously, it's going to be a long term um, change in focus. But um, the relevant people that we've been asking for to, to be to be gone, um, and I don't think, I don't think, think anything's going to change, even in that long term. So. It's more of a let's wait and see what happens. I mean, I've I've wanted Mark Rudin to be at the club since Popovich left. Um, I finally now got my wish, and I think he's doing okay. I mean, you know, a couple of losses against Western United and yeah, and, and that and that massive loss against um, Melbourne City. When Melbourne City, to be fair, like they're they're a class above what we are at the moment. And um, I think last and obviously winning against Melbourne Victory, that was a that was a good step in the right direction, but what you know, one wing's not going to change everything about a season, so it's I'll, I'll, yeah, yeah Mark has definitely, definitely made the place made the, made the, made the place more accountable. They're, they're a lot more positive, they're, they're a lot, lot more they they sort of have a plan now in terms of go forwards. Like, structurally, they're a lot better now. Um, yeah. so you know, whether he gets that multi-year deal, I don't think he's probably going to end up happening, but. Yeah, you know, this is wait and see, but yeah. you know, in terms of the derby and all that, you know, um, we've been calling for a boycott of the derby, not to rock up, no one to rock up at the game. Well,
0: yeah, what's um, that all about? What's what's, what's so? The boycott of the yeah,
1: derby? So ba- basically, like the the story behind it is because obviously what's been recently happening, especially this season with the club, um, specifically Western Sydney Wanderers, is that you know we've been, been we've we've been calling for for you know. Uh, certain people to be ousted from the club and clubs sort of haven't taken that on board. So, you know, looking at our results uh, already this season and at the moment, uh, you know, we have to think about long-term vision for the club and where we want to be in the next few years, not just obviously now. Um, yeah. So I think the biggest statement you could ever possibly make is to, to possibly boycott the derby and either, you know, rock up to the same but don't go in and just... Um, you know, chant outside, don't go in, don't you know? It's all right. The players obviously it's going to be different for them, but it's got nothing to do with the plays because ultimately it comes down to the people that are running the club. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. If it's on and trying to uh, get new people in there that can freshen up the club and put it in, in a better direction that we've, we've had in the last seven years, so yeah. Um, no, the women's team—they're not just as—they're—they—they're they're, they're just as um, sort of terrible as us. Um, you know, youth teams—you know—they're relatively okay, but we don't really have—you uh, know—a lot of that youth players that have been coming through that system have not really made it into the first men's team, or you know, been bought out by, been you know, sold off to other clubs and and for no fee or hardly any fees, been um, you know, exchanged or anything like that. So, yeah. Um, it, 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 we just need the right people in the club that can take that success that we we that we it's not a des- it's not that we deserve that success, but it's it's a. You keep calling on calling us we're the biggest club in Australia, Australia we have the best facilities in Australia, Australia in terms of football or point. any kind of code, but you're not getting the results out of it. So what's going on? And obviously. Uh, falls on the CEO because obviously the CEO looks at the ownerships and goes, look, you know, we need funds in certain areas. Like we want certain people at the club. Obviously it hasn't worked out for uh, for many years now. And uh, ultimately at the end of the day, when you know a CEO's not done their job properly or not done it correctly, you know, members and fans do have the right to, um, to voice their opinions. And unfortunately we, we as, you know, either through the active support or through social media or whatever, um, the club just does not really care, care about us, doesn't want to sort of hear our thoughts and our processes. And Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. No, that's fair enough. It's good, you know, it's good that you're taking a stand for what you believe in and wanting change for your club for the better. So I admire that. I admire that. Exactly. Um, yeah, okay. So changing the topic a little bit now. Um, so... You know, as I said, it's been a while since I've had you on my podcast and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And um, hmm. so yeah, I was, was going to say to you, like, have you been watching what the the, the Winter Olympics at all? Or are
1: you, you following? Um, to be fair, I haven't really like. I was obviously been working in that during the day and even at night time, but um, to be honest with you, this hasn't really. I haven't really watched any any of it. Um. Not that I've got anything against the Winter Olympics, but just I think in comparison to the Summer Olympics, um, summer games are a lot more um, better quality, I find, and it's a lot more sports that Australia actually participates in. Um, We're not a country that sort of has a lot of winter sports behind us. Um, You know, there are a few athletes here and there, but it's not on that consistency with, like, swimming or um, you know, team sports or um, you know, at times it can be athletics to a point as well. So, strongest point, um, whereas winter games is sort of our, definitely, definitely our weakness.
0: So... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, fair enough. Yeah, I think that is true in a sense. You know, we do, we, I mean, we do win a few gold medals here and there, but not as much as what we hoped.
1: Yeah, again, Yeah.
0: um, All right, George. Yeah. So changing the little topic a little bit from sport now, um, I want to talk a little bit about Valentine's Day. You know, know, I'm single, you're single. um, And when Valentine's Day comes around each year, does that make you feel anything? Does it make you feel like, okay, maybe I'm seeing all these loved up couples, maybe I need a uh, putting myself out there a bit more
1: ah yeah like I mean definitely like, it sort of does play on your mind for a bit you know in terms of why don't you have anyone sort of indul- but why, why should you, you show affection or show, people show people someone that you love to care for someone on just one day of year the year, year. year when it should be all the time not just one specific day of the year um yeah, there there is exactly. obviously that, that exactly. is like, there is that novelty of obviously you know, chocolates or roses or you know love hearts or dinners or lunch or whatever the case may be, but it shouldn't be just on one day. It should be should be definitely throughout the year, not just yeah. So yeah,
0: now I agree. Like I mean, I like the idea of the day of celebrating love. I mean, it's you know I. I, like you said, I think we should celebrate love every day of the year. But I think in terms of Valentine's Day, um, it shouldn't be just about focusing on being single or not having a partner. It should be focused on lo- celebrating love all around, such as the love that you have for your family, the love that you have for your friends, self love. You know, I think when we think of love, we think of Having a partner, I think it. We should broaden our knowledge on love, in terms of love being everywhere. Well, I mean, you, yeah, you know, you know where I'm coming from. Like, yeah,
1: uh, yeah. I, I, I agree 100. percent So, yeah, yeah. I mean, different stuff for the year or a few years, year. obviously COVID and all that. So, um, it would be nice obviously, to obviously have someone, but ultimately. I think being single is just as probably good because you don't really have to rely on, you know, making sure that you, the other, the other person that, um, you know, you want to make sure that they're always happy. But there's not that constant going. Okay, well, like I don't want to say this because it might cause angst or it might if I don't do something enough, then you might get like, yeah. So like, there's, there's always that. that there's always, always that pressure. That, so. Um, um, I think you messaged me a couple of days before the day before, you know, talk about my speed dating experience, but I might as well just talk about it very briefly. But yeah, uh, man, I, I would yeah. love to hear
0: because you haven't told me about it at all. So. I would love to hear it.
1: What <laughs> nah, it was definitely an eye opener. Um, I think I ended up going on like, like 28 speed dates all up with like all these girls, so. Yeah, it was a fun experience, and obviously, you only get that five, four, five minute period, so it's kind of you have to be very snappy in in terms of what you sort of say and um, how you come across, and what you, what things you like or dislike, or try and get a quick sort of not connection, but sort of a ground that you need, common ground kind of thing. So it was definitely an eye opener. Um, it but is- I, I would definitely do it again, but probably not now. I'll Like. Um, I would definitely do it sometime down the track if it is a lot of pressure because you only
0: have that lim- um it it is a lot of pressure because limited you only time have that limited time in speaking to someone and making an impression. did you like try and think of like things to open up with before you went to the event? That- no nah, like
1: honestly, I think a lot a lot of the girls I ended up speaking to. Um, it was their sort of first time doing speed dating so they were in the same boat as me which were, which i found it very very good because at least then we had that common ground of like oh well we're in the same boat um kind of situation which, which, which i thought was fantastic like from from that point of view yeah um but ultimately i just basically said you know who i was what like, what i did for, like obviously you know like age and what i did for work and maybe some of the things i What if that in a partner relationship, relationship or anything relationship like that? So that's kind of where I probably did it at yeah. so yeah. Can't really go too much, but um yeah, it's kind of where I Well like what
0: I wanted to ask you, what's your ideal woman? Like if you were to settle down with any woman, like what qualities would they have uh, to have?
1: Um definitely family person, um yeah. you know, family oriented, um just fun, enjoys life. Um, you know, if they do like sports, then that's a bonus. But if they don't, then that's fine. Like, I can – they don't have to be there all the time. And, you know, I can always venture into their world if ever something that I'm not keen on or if I've never sort of been introduced, I can definitely go delve into that world as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, just – I'm, I'm very simple.
0: Yeah. And, like – I'm not too – so, you yeah. Know. Expectations are really so, yeah, my expectation is very low. Yeah, yeah, and look when it when when you when you're like meeting these, how many women? did you? I think it was
1: a, I think it ended up being about twenty eight or up. I think twenty eight different women. Wow! Did
0: you get to like speak to any of them after the whole?
1: Like there, there were a couple of like little breaks in between, but obviously as well as at the sort of the start. It did have like an icebreaker where you you have a girl's name um, girl's name and you have to try and see who that name was and sort of struck a conversation before the actual dating um, speed dating actually happened sort yeah. of game but mm. yeah like I mean a lot of them were either from, overseas, like from England or Ireland or there were obviously you know normal Aussies and all that which was good or yeah so um, it was it was a nice nice mixed bag so, and I sure for everything
0: different cultures. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, and all of them were were nice to even like you know had that time to talk to me and sort of ask me questions as well as you know yeah questions and and that so was that that- definitely a good experience.
0: Like looking back on it, were there like any particular girl that you were into more than others? Like
1: oh, there was always like I'm probably I had probably about a couple in mind that I would have maybe thought that they would have maybe have matched. Like I sort of had matched through, through the the way the way it was done at the at the end of the event. Yeah, uh, but the but obviously it wasn't to be so. Um, I'm not going to be cut about it. I'm not going to be like upset or angry or pissed off or anything like that. So um, I take it as a learning curve. Uh, I can obviously get better and, you know, um, um, see what things I may have done or said that may have not come across as good or anything like that. So um, it's definitely and a, it, definitely an experience. though,
0: so. And it's a confidence booster as well. You know, after sitting down with so oh. many women and having a chat with them. Yeah, I
1: mean look, it was basically one of those times where you were forced to actually speak to that person. So you couldn't sort of like avoid them or yeah. Which which was not a bad idea. Um, you know, because obviously we need to go back to different different places, places and different sort of events if 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 that's the case, you kind of sort of not pick and choose but you can kind of go up to someone or want to maybe go up to someone and introduce yourself and and go from there but yeah. Yeah. No
0: yeah, yeah. Well that's right, that's right. And like outside of speed dating and all that, like have you have you gone out on a lot of dates?
1: In you know, like outside, no, 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 that was uh, that was just my first sort of experience. Like, as I said, I, I just sort of did that to I thought, you know what, in 2022, like new year, new year, new year, new year, so so things, um, kind um, of yeah, pretty much. So I thought, why not? I've got nothing to lose. So, what are you hoping to
0: change about yourself this year that you wouldn't have in previous years?
1: Probably just mindset on a lot of things, just be a lot more positive about certain things and be happy and grateful about a lot of things that you are that I already have. So rather than sort of be negative or be, you know, sort of unwilling to try stuff, at least I can try and maybe give it a go. And like I said, this is like the first sort of yeah, because I just gotta keep on going and see where it takes me.
0: I like the attitude of always trying something new, always putting taking yourself outside the comfort zone. Definitely you know, taking a leap of faith. So I like that. I like that attitude, and I think you know life's too short. Why not try something new? Definitely. You know why not and, take risks in life? You know that's it. And
1: that's the thing. Like and you know and, and like for me as well, and um, even speaking to a few people as well as well as even Renee. She's kind of said to me, like, you're a good person, person. Like, stuff wrong just be a like, bit more, like, confident about yourself and be more um happy about yourself. And if you know that something's not right, like, you always have that ground to tra- change it or fix it or at least work on something that you're not happy with, so.
0: Yeah. Now, that's some good advice that Renee's given you. I think that's something important to take away from that, yeah. yeah. Um Yeah, George. Now, it's good to see, man, that you're trying to, you Know level up in your life and you know trying to be a better person and doing new things and getting outside your comfort zone. That's you know, life, in my opinion, life all learning curve. You, know? you go through ups and downs in life, but it's about learning from your past and just constantly evolving. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I like that, George, and I like that new the new attitude that you have. I think it's really good. Um, okay, so, look, I don't know if you know much about this or not, but, you know, talking about celebrities before with the halftime show and stuff, what do you make of the whole Kim Kardashian and Kanye, Kanye West saga?
1: Uh, to be honest with you, I don't give a two roots about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, It's not something that I really care about. They don't have an effect on my life. So mm. um, sorry for being negative with that. It's just that I don't care because they don't help my life in any way, shape or form. They don't pay my bills. They don't uh, have any effect on my life. Yeah. Yeah.
0: um. Do
1: you follow it's part of the part episodes of the life that they're working okay. up at. Oh, more. I don't know. I, I don't follow like a celebrity or like you know have a crush on any like particular celebrity or anything like that. But you know, if they're out there, if they if they're in a particular movie, if they're in a team, like, fair enough, I might go and see like, if it interests me. But yeah. I'm not going to be like, oh, I've got every picture of someone on my wall or mm. um. Honestly, I've got better. I've got better things to do than worry about what a celebrity's yeah. um, breakfast or eating lunch or, you know, even if they're chucking shit in the toilet, I don't care. <laughs> they don't care. It, no, it, I feel look,
0: like that's fair enough. That's fair
1: enough. Like, do they pay for anyone's bills? Do they help people get a better job? Do they help? No. Yeah, look, we follow them because the we want. We wish we could have their lifestyle.
0: Look, I'll just say my two cents on the Kanye West and Kim Kardashian situation. Look, I follow Kanye West on Instagram. And for the past week, all my Instagram feeds have been on his posts to do um, this. Who's Kim dating? Jesus, I
1: just... um, Uh, I don't know his name on top of my head.
0: Yeah, like... um, He's from Saturday Night Live. Pete Davidson. Yeah, he's from
1: Saturday Night Live, yeah.
0: Saturday Night Live, yeah. So, Pete Davidson is obviously going out with Kim Kardashian and Kanye's not happy with that. And he wants his family back. He wants Kim back in his life. And the way to do it is, of course, he uses his fame to um, post uh, and and influence to post random photos on Instagram of probably pretty much just memes of Pete Davidson saying, this man doesn't deserve to be around my children. He's been posting text messages about Kim Kardashian and him saying Kim of Kim telling Kanye to back off and leave Pete out of this, this and that. It's all gotten too much. And and a lot of people say this is all a publicity stunt. But to me, I just think Kanye's... No offense, I love Kanye, he's a great singer, but I think he's just gone a bit too far in this instance. Um, I think he just needs to take a step back, realize, look, he's 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 more so, um, what's the word I could use affecting, like, if he's if he truly loves Kim, oh, yeah, in my no. opinion, if he truly loves Kim, he would. Let him be happy and enjoy, you know, being happy with, with Pete.
1: Yeah,
0: you know, yeah. but it's, it's a jealousy thing, and it's, yeah, you know, like a lot, a lot of Philip. The they have fame. They they've got all this, and they have that power to influence a lot of people in a, in the best way possible. And well, put it this way:
1: they're the original influencers before influencers were were a thing on Instagram or TikTok. So exactly, exactly. So, exactly.
0: And I think when you're that when you're high profile and you're famous, um, I think it's better to send... What kind of message are you sending to kids or teenagers that watch your posts? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's all about sending... It's all about being a role model to an extent. And I'm sure yeah. you can agree with this. And, yeah, I just feel like this whole situation has gone about the wrong way. But, hey, you know, I don't know... If it's clickbait or not, I'm not too sure, but Hmm. I don't think it's sending a good message in what we're saying, that's all. Um, But yeah, George, um, what was I going to say? The World Cup's coming up pretty soon, isn't it?
1: What, the FIFA World Cup or?
0: FIFA World Cup, yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. so this this year. This this year. year.
0: In my honest opinion, do you think Australia have a chance of making it?
1: No way. Even if they get the third place, they're not going to qualify for the World Cup. Um, I'm going to be brutally honest with you when I say this right now. Um, I don't really follow the Socceroos. Um, I don't believe that they deserve to be in the World Cup.
0: You don't believe they deserve? Uh,
1: I really feel, feel as, as I'm trying football in terms, of the in terms of interest has taken a back, backwards step. Um they're not going to improve. Uh, there's no other players that are coming through um, internationally that are playing at a decent level of football, not just overseas because they're playing overseas. Yeah. Um. So that game against Japan, the second last game against Japan, I think is on the March, March the 24th. I want to go to that game. with, uh... like, if I can go on, because oh, obviously it's at... Um, A bush uh, Thursday night, so I have to uh, see yeah. if I can go or not. But I really think Australian football, and this is and this is the issue that we've been having for so many years, is that at international level, yeah, we've done okay, but where's the next crop of guys that are going to come through? Like are they going to come through an A league system, or are they good enough to go overseas and be at better clubs than where they are? Yeah, I believe. Um, basically, basically since or even 2000, 2010 to a point. Australia Australian football, football should have looked for and um, in terms of the development system in Australia has been abysmal for, for so many years and we're just bearing right the brunt of it now. Like no one goes and watch A League games. Um, there's no good development of, of young kids through different programs in, in 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 the A-League systems because of the way the A-League is structured. Um the NPL teams who were, in then the sell days would have a kid there from five or six years old through to through to first grade, um, yeah. and then potentially move them on to playing in Europe. So, mm. yeah, decent it's a club. So, so.
0: the soccer in terms of the way it is now,
1: they're bearing the brunt of it because of failures to enact or the inaction of what should have been done ten years ago, twelve years ago. So, yeah, yeah, the way I see it, the soccer is, yeah, we want the soccer is to go, go to the world cup, but to be honest with you, what have they done apart from 06 in a world cup? Yeah, they're major finals, yeah, but
0: well, I mean, if you can't forget the Cup...
1: So, if you're gonna be in the world cup, if, if, you, you, you can't be to win not to go, to go
0: We can't forget them with winning the Asia Cup. I think that was the last Yeah, but series. yeah, but that was at home
1: soil and out and the way that Posta Koglu had the team playing with what we had was decent football. Yeah. yeah, we beat South Korea, but South Korea at the time had a decent squad too. Um but if you put that same squad even in 2015 against like a like an England team, a full English team or even an Argentinian team they would get obliterated. It is beyond belief.
0: Mm. Well, that is true.
1: The, the, so the problem is with Australia is that the number one football code in Australia is AFL. Second is NRL. Um, third, I'd say is netball. Fourth yes. is probably either football or basketball. And then, yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. AFL is not
1: even in the top four.
0: AFL is the top, I would say, yeah, for
1: sure. AFL, like in terms of, yeah, it's definitely number one because it's more of a national sport than and the NFL. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but I actually think netball is netball and basketball are probably just above even football in Australia, and that's how oh, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. the A League has what the A League could have been, but yeah. now has become because of inaction by Clubs and people that are running the game, or people within certain clubs, that there is just that culture of the every club is going to have toxic culture. So, yeah, yeah, no, look, I I think you
0: make some great points there, and I think yeah, Ailey could have had the potential to become much, much larger. It does, but they have
1: to get rid of they have to get rid of the salary cap, and they must create a second division that is that is profitable as well as having the right people to back that second division because you cannot sustain a competition with having a team come last and then saying, well, we have next year. Yeah. Well, Clubs in Europe, like in England, don't have next year. Like once a second division and third division. Once, yeah. a, once a team in England gets relegated, the amount of sponsorship money, the amount of um, TV rights money that they lose is... Crippling for a club,
0: exactly. Well, that's, yeah. fair. that's
1: fair. Um, and you know, and Chester can probably attest to that. So, mm-hmm. if he ever comes on again yeah. or whatever, he says. Oh,
0: sure. I'll definitely have him back on in the future. And I think we can have a three-way conversation about this in <laughs> in more depth for hundred percent, man. But no, it's good. It's good to um, yes, I... make some great. I think you make some great points there, George. Uh, I really, really do. Um. Okay. So I think we've pretty much covered what we've needed to talk about in today's podcast, George. As a as always, man, it's always it's been a pleasure having you back on my podcast once again, man. And you know you'll definitely be back on in the future. Uh, but no, George, thanks for your time, man. And yeah, all no right. Yeah, I uh, hope hope all goes well this year for you. I hope you know, you know, right, you thanks. said this is a new new and improved, George. You know, I can't wait to see what happens next for you. No,
1: worries. take care. Take care, man.
0: Thank you. And thank you guys for listening to another edition of wise words with Dan. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram um, and on Facebook. Just type in wise words with Dan, and please make sure to follow me on Spotify, anchor and all podcast apps, more episodes to come. I think there'll be another episode coming out this Sunday. So, Guys, please take a look. And, yeah, if you enjoyed, please share. So thank you, guys, and thank you, George. Take care. Bye.